0: Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Download. Um, I'm back here with uh, Sierra. Um, She actually works for NBAA, which is called the National Business Aviation Association. Uh, So Sierra, uh, if you want to take some time to quickly introduce yourself?
1: Sure. My name is Sierra Grimes, and um, like Cameron mentioned, I work at the National Business Aviation Association. I am um, currently their senior manager of government affairs, where I am the lobbyist that works on behalf of advocating for the business aviation industry between Congress and the executive branch.
0: Yeah. So thank you, Sierra, for being a part of this uh, Leadership Download podcast. Um and today our focus is gonna be talking about authentic leadership. And you know, this is so important for young professionals to understand that are moving forward uh, within uh, their leadership and moving forward in the in their industries. And I just have a Forbes article here, kind of defining what authentic leadership is before we get going into uh, further discussion with Sierra. So authentic leaders, leaders they are self-aware and genuine. Um, They are mission-driven and truly focused on results, and they lead with their heart. And authentic leaders also, they focus on the long term. So, Sierra, to kind of start off with this discussion on authentic leadership, I think it's such a key topic for young professionals because there's that stereotype out there that we, as the younger generations, just want to jump from company to company and move up the ladder and become that C-suite executives or or whatever, owner of the company or president of the United States. Um, you know, so what is the importance of authenticity and leadership and why does it matter as we move forward in, in our leadership paths?
1: Such a great question, Cameron. And um, I will have to say that that stereotype of young people uh, you know, being ambitious is true. We're—I think our generation is a very ambitious generation. Um, but I also feel like generations before us were ambitious as well. But there's just a difference. We have technology, we have social media, so you know, we have a different culture and a different society that we're growing up in in our careers than compared to other generations. I think that the ambition that we have to want to grow and to really just kind of take over the world is is a benefit to us. Um, I think where the disconnect can come in is that you have to mirror that, that ambition with the work ethic. And I think that's where sometimes the younger generation um, can kind of miss the mark a little bit on that because we can be so quick to wanna just jump in the job and we've been there for a couple of months and it's like, hey, I got all these amazing ideas. I'm strategic as well. Let me go ahead and be a senior executive because I can do things that, you know, people that are sitting in that position that they can't. Um, But I think that's where the authentic leadership comes in because being a young person, you know, being, to show, it's okay to show that ambition. If that is what your goal is, if that's what you want, say it, you know, like put that out there. And that's that because authenticity is really about being who you truly are. And I think that the great thing about that is that um, being an authentic leader is it's a journey. So it's something that's ever evolving throughout your career, um, especially the part about the leading from your heart. Because I feel like an authentic leader is someone who is aware of who they are. They're aware of their goals. They know where they want to go. They have they have a path that they're willing to take, but they're flexible to know that we can make a plan, but the plan won't always go as um, according to how we see it. But then it's also about making sure that you are open enough to see where it can benefit other people as well. So um, I think that, like I said, marrying all of that together is kind of, what makes authentic leadership a thing. With COVID, we saw that it became a trendy thing. So I think being an authentic leader has always been something. I think a lot of successful people that have been successful in business and in life are authentic leaders um, because they they have that awareness, they have that heart, they have that compassion. But um, COVID brought it to the light for people to actually have to tap into the compassion who were leaders and didn't necessarily lead from that particular seat yet. So it made them have to tap into the soft skills of leadership versus the hard technical skills that people normally look to when you're looking for a leader.
0: Mm-hmm. And this might go off in a little bit of a tangent, but you know, early on in my career, I, I've had a lot of classmates um, that that work with me um, in in the FBO industry, and I feel like once they started in in the workforce, um, there was that sense of entitlement. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they weren't willing to do the, that real hard work, getting the grind and, um, uh, what they call it, where you get stripes on the back
1: to exactly. be able
0: to move forward. And how do you think we can change, uh, people's mindsets of that where, you know, they're, they're, once they have that college degree under their belt or certification that, you know, they don't have that sense of entitlement and they realize that you have to go, you know, go in the trenches, get, do that hard work and then earn, you know, the next step or whatever that might be.
1: Right, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that, Cameron, um, because I feel like um, we have to change that narrative. And it's up to, you know, leaders in our generation like yourself and I to actually, because what happens is, is that we we live in a social media era, right, where it's like everyone's highlight reel is consistently shown. But the grind, the journey that it takes is not always what people are speaking about. And honestly, we miss the mark on that with these young people and within our generation of not sharing that story because it's it's the hard times. It's the times where you, you know, where you're at the bottom and you're really trying to like prove yourself and you're trying to work hard and you're trying to get the attention of, you know, your your manager and you're trying to just let them know like, oh, she's a go getter or, you know, he is strategic. And even, you know, it's like one of the uh, culture, um, we just did like uh, mission statements at NBAA. And one of the things that we came up with is called leading from any seat. And that's one that I really resonate with because even me personally, like I feel like my journey at NBAA has literally been a journey. I've been with them for nine years, which people hear me say that, and they're like, you've been with a company for nine years? You're a young person. You guys switch careers like every two years. And I'm like, yeah, because I was blessed with the opportunity at this company to come in as a temp to hire position in an assistant role, go from there to being a manager, to being a senior manager. And this is all on the event side of the house, you know, to start the Yopro, the young professionals group, and to be a leader in that, to galvanize the young people and provide professional development and really just curate their membership experience through NBAA, through that program. Mm -hmm. And then to position myself as a leader, as a thought leader within the industry and to learn. Like during those times in which I was trying to grind up to where I am now, That's where I learned a lot of hard lessons. That's where I learned a lot about business. That's where I learned about a lot about strategy. You know, we um, as young people, we always like to say, well, I'm a natural born leader. You know, like I was always a leader. You know, I was student council president. And when I was off college, I was, you know, president of my organization and this, that and the third. And it's like, that's great. But leadership is a skill that you have to work on. You have to perfect it. Yes, you may have natural skills. You may have the ability to naturally influence people. But what are you influencing them to and for, you know? And that's why I think leaders within our generation, we have to tell our story and tell the true story, tell the grind, tell about the times in which, like, I didn't know if I was going to ever make the pivot and the change to get to the dream career that I wanted in government affairs, but it was all of the hard work that I did to prove to my, prove to our team, to prove to the executives and our company, like, no, this is a young person that's worth investing in. We can take a chance on her because she's proven time and time again that she will lead. She will be the leader without the title. You know, she will put in the work that's necessary and, and, Grow into the position to where, yeah, when it's when she's making an ask for us to take a risk on her and give her an opportunity that could set her on a different trajectory than we expected, but it's what she envisions, we'll do that.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. And you know, as we as we kind of move forward in our leadership paths, um, there's often that mentality of entitlement that thing that where people think, and I've, I've thought about this too early on in my career is. Where i can do this all on my own i don't need people you know to walk alongside me and i i really uh enjoy seeking wise counsel people that are you know that one step ahead of me five steps ahead of me c-suite level folks and i've learned so much about that about um other leaders their mistakes their regrets you know their advice um i mean sierra what is it that that you do in terms of seeking that wise counsel to help your your growth
1: so i have always been the person to seek wise counsel and i think it's just it's kind of in the way that i was raised um i grew up in a family that is very traditional very huge you know southern black family where like we had our matriarch and our patriarch and so it was like when decisions were made like my grandfather was weighing in on a lot of things. And so, um, and we as kids were always forced to have to sit at the feet of our elders, you know. Now growing up as a kid, I hated it. It was like, oh my God, this is so boring. Like granddad, you gonna tell me another story? Like, am I really forced to have to do that? But what I later realized, looking back now when I'm in my thirties, it trained my mind to be able to think to the point of like, when I have a question about something, yes, I'm gonna look within, I'm gonna seek advice with my peers, but i'm always going to go to someone else because i'm a firm believer that each generation should get better and the only way for that to happen is for us to share our stories like you said when you're talking to people that are in positions higher than you you have to learn from their mistakes because if we do it on mm-hmm. our own we're going to we're going to make those same mistakes it's inevitable You know, but the thing about it is we can cut back on so much time and be able to move forward at a faster pace when you have that wise counsel. So I'm always when I talk to friends, when I talk to people that I mentor personally, I'm always like a mentor is is key. I could not be where I am today without key mentors in my life. And a mentor doesn't necessarily have to just always be someone who is older than you, someone who's in a higher position than you, I, I'm a firm believer in peer-to-peer mentorship. Like mm-hmm. I call on people that are at the same level as me. And then there are people that MBAA, um, one of the young men, Hunter Watson, he considers me as like a mentor, but I look to him because I'm like, hey, you know things that I don't know, and you have a pr- different perspective. And that's the thing about being an authentic leader too. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to look at the person, to know that there, you have blind spots. You know, you have to embrace your weaknesses. You have to know that, you know, sometimes you're gonna be in a box. And we're, you know, sometimes you are limited to your exposure, to your background. Like we we're all different people, but the beauty in being an authentic leader is that you're willing to say, okay, I'm blind to this. So where can I get that other perspective? And you take all of those perspectives and that makes the whole picture for you.
0: Yeah, oftentimes I, I say you know people try to carry all the weight on their back and don't lean on that wise counsel. And you have to admit that you don't know. And when you admit that you don't know, um, you know you're able to get that that proper counsel that's needed. Um, and there there's gonna be times when we're gonna fail as leaders, and it's when we go to our wise counsel, whether it's our peers or people further ahead of us, and that's where we learn from uh, where we fall short. Um, so kind of moving on, um, what advice, here do you have for young professionals as they merge into leadership roles when it comes to authenticity?
1: I think that, um, as young people, we have to take the time to sit and sit with ourselves. Um, and it could seem so like cliche and contrary to like, well, why do I need to sit with myself and like, get to know myself if I'm being a leader, but, Authentic leadership comes from a place, like you said, in the start of the podcast from awareness, you know, because people have to see you as being a genuine person. They have to know that when you're speaking, it's like, no, she's speaking from a place of like of either knowledge or like this is just who she is. Like you have to embody leadership. Leadership is about, once again, your ability to influence people. People aren't going to follow someone that they feel like you're not you're not a real person you know like you you're just saying this or someone who just says something and then does another thing authentic leadership kind of sets that leadership compass in my mind you know it's like it, it's my morality it's my compassion it's my self-awareness when i it's like the center to me of your leadership skills once you have that authenticity is like the core and then you branch out from there but if you aren't able to know who you are know what you want know what your beliefs are but be open to engage with people that may think differently may view things differently because taking those perspectives add to who you are and they expand you as a person but yeah so my advice would be to just really take the time to like get to know who you are as an individual and be aware of your blind spots, of your strengths, identify your strengths, identify your weaknesses and embrace those weaknesses. And then try to mirror what we said, find mentors, a wise counsel that can help you to, that can build up or lift up where you're weak.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then have you experienced situations where you had leaders that were not not authentic and um, how should people under that leader handle these type of situations?
1: So yes, I have. <laughs> I think we all come in contact with yeah. of, with people that are not authentic, or they just may not be. Um, they lack the they lack the awareness, and mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. And when you are encountering an, a leader like that, um, you have a lot of people that will try to um, micromanage. I feel like micromanagement is a big like result of being an inauthentic leader or being a a leader who's not aware because you, they feel threatened by everything. You know, it's like, um, that's the type of leader that doesn't necessarily want or put in the, the work to make sure that their people can advance or can grow or that have different opportunities. Um, but I believe that that the experience that I had with a leader like that made me better as a leader because I learned sometimes the best way to learn is to learn what not to do, you know? And so I think that, um, and it, and it built me up to have to, to see things in a different perspective. I think the way that my mind works is that I'm always trying to see, well, what's the flip side of that coin, you know, or like, what can I do to kind of like, yeah, it's not my fault. Yes, I'm not the problem, but what can I do to kind of make this a better situation? And um, once again, it put me in a position where it was times where I couldn't figure it out and I had to seek, you know, wise counsel. So I would say if you're in if you're in a position where you have an inauthentic leader, um, seek that counsel and just really try to figure out another way to view things, change your perspective on things.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's a good thing because I just look back at kind of nine years in the aviation industry. Um, I've encountered very good leaders that I've learned from but also very bad leaders that I also learn from. I I know what type of leader that I don't want to be, but I know take the good things from, you know, the leaders that I've learned from and make it my own. Um, And I feel like we we learn from all leaders we encounter, whether good or bad.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to add on authentic leadership, Sarah?
1: no i think we've i think we've covered a a lot of the points at this point now
0: yeah okay um do you want to give a little brief of what nba is all about
1: yeah sure of course so nbaa is uh, an association and we represent uh the business aviation industry so we're a part of the larger general aviation um side so everything that's not your commercial airlines but we represent anywhere from like your fbo's to your aircraft manage aircraft manufacturing companies all the way down to, you know, the the farmer who is using their aircraft to be able to check on their crops. You know, we've got the crop dusters all the way up to uh, one of our members that I just recently learned about is um, he owns a, a vineyard and he uses um, like one of the drones to go up to be able to see like where the crops have gone bad in like the wintertime. And so we just, we represent a, a wide gamut of Everything. Anyone who uses aviation as a means to enhance their business and those that contribute to that are all represented by MBAA. Um, We've got over 10,000 member companies, which is pretty major. Uh, We have various committees that represent anywhere from your international operators, your single pilot operators, all the way to your schedulers and dispatchers and your flight attendants and flight technicians. Um, We really try to be the one-stop shop for all things within the industry. And we focus on safety, we focus on advocacy, we focus on community. So that's where you have like those committees. And then we focus on workforce development as well. And that's where we do um, a collegiate connect where we are building and bridging opportunities for students to get into our industry and to connect them with mentors and um, give them opportunities to learn about the vast Opportunities that we have as far as careers in business aviation. And then developing um, our young professionals. So we've got the the retaining the new gener, the next generation coming in of aviators, but then we're retaining the young talent that we have through our YoPro program with professional development as well as um, their own advocacy and events that we do for networking.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, well, I can say for myself, NBA has been a lot of value ever since I started as a, uh, you know, at the bottom in the industry. Um, very good resource to tap on um, if you're within the aviation industry. Um, but on the topic of authentic leadership, I really hope this added great value um, to, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast. Uh, it's a bit, such a very important topic, especially for us young professionals. And I hope that you learned a lot. And uh, thank you, Sierra, uh, for being a part of this. Um, very appreciate your time and um, looking forward to maybe having you on, um, on pretty soon.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for the invite. I enjoyed it. And yes, call on me anytime. I'm, I'm here to talk. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you. And we'll see you on the next
1: podcast.